Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to an extra episode of The Eastern Border. See, normally I wouldn't do this, but uh, something so crazy has happened in Russia, like so blatant trickery and deceit, that I just, as a journalist, I have to report on this. And I'll be using articles from Medusa.io for this, because they just grasp all the sources neatly, and of course some YouTube vids. Because obviously mainstream Russian news haven't reported on this, and I doubt that this has made it to America by now. But uh, yeah. In short, Putin's leading party, the United Russia, managed to sneak in a victory, which was ridiculously insane. Yeah, they even tricked the communists, which are the sanction opposition. So what happened? And I'm going to, again, use these two articles. I'm going to read them both in full. I'll give you some of my own comments in between there and after that. So... <clears throat> On September 16, the Primorsky Krai held a runoff gubernatorial election between acting governor Andrei Tarasenko of the United Russia Party and his challenger Andrei Ishchenko of the Communist Party. And yes, this is the one weird time in the history of mankind where the eastern border actually roots for the communist. It's that bad. So in the first round of elections on September the 9th, the incumbent won 46.6% of the votes against Ishchenko's 24.6%. This basically means that in Russia to get elected as a governor in like the first round of elections, you have to have the absolute majority that is more than 50% of the votes. Therefore, this second runoff happened. Before this runoff election, Tarasenko met publicly with Vladimir Putin, and the president assured him that, quote, <clears throat> everything would be fine with the second round of voting. And this is crazy, because with 95% of the region's voting precincts reporting, Ishchenko, the communist candidate, the second place winner, and the guy who actually was the only opposition to the Putin's Yinarasiya party, was winning the race with almost 6% more votes than Tarasenko. 51.6% to 45.8%. After another 2.87% of the precincts reported the results, Ishchenko remained ahead, but his lead dropped to just 3.3%. And we are now talking about 97.87%. That's like almost 98%. Afterwards, the preliminary tally published on the Central Election Commission's website didn't update for at least an hour. Turns out they had stopped counting the votes for four hours, and this is where the craziness begins. 
With 99% of the votes counted, just 1% increase, the communist challenger had lost the race. Once 99.3% of voting precincts had reported their results, Tarasenko surged ahead, putting him up to 49.02% against Ishchenko's 48.56%. Once 99.1% of precincts had reported the results, Tarasenko's lead grew to now insurmountable 1.49%. Yeah, this is just crazy. Now, obviously, the Communist Party says the election results were falsified. And so does everyone else with the kind of sane, sane mind. Uh, according to Ishchenko, vote tallies were altered in Artyom Ussurysk, Nahodka, and Vladivostok Sovetsky district. Those are like major points in this Republic of Primorska, which is in the far east. In Ussurysk, there were allegedly irregularities in at least five precincts, each of which added up to at least 1,200 votes for Tarasenko. At Vladivostok's Sovetsky district, election commission, according to Communist Party representatives, and they literally had filmed this and put this on YouTube, the officials tried to eject observers from the room where they were logging vote tallies in the state automated system. When that didn't work, emergency workers arrived. Firemen. Literally. And evacuated the building claiming that smoke had been reported. And another video which I saw, this same thing happened in another precinct, and there it was like, it's a fire drill, everyone go, go out. Now, obviously, there was no fire or no planned fire drills or whatever, and why would you do that after, like, four hours of stopping counting votes in the middle of the night? And, at the same time, and, and this just gets crazier, the lead incumbent, <clears throat> well, you know, what, what, what would his response be, you know? Uh, he has accused the Communist Party of buying votes. According to Yina Rasiya, the Communists have apparently spent roughly... $587,000, that's 40 million rubles, on at least 24,000 votes. Apparently, observers from the Communist Party also allegedly interfered with the work of election commissions. Yeah, this is what you do. You you obviously cheat. You cheat without anything. And, and, and then it's like crazy. And this is how the incumbent explains completely, because um, a spokesperson for the Primorsky Kreis Central Election Commission attributes the last-minute change to the particulars of how voter precinct data was logged. Commission Supervisor Yevgeny Shevchenko says vote tallies were being uploaded, quote, ahead of schedule, which led to the delay in updates later on. The final results came in from more remote areas, in particular the city of Arsenyev, population 52,470, where Tarasenko won. Yeah, fun times anyway, because it's impossible to do this. Um, Ishchenko, the communist oppositionary member, has promised to organize protest against the election results, and he also announced a hunger strike. On Facebook, he said the communist party is contesting the results in a bunch of these districts. On the morning of September the 17th, Ishchenko and several communist party activists assembled in Vladivostok's central square, outside the Primorsky Kreis administrative building, which was guarded by the police. After initially calling for a tent encampment in the square, Ishchenko told supporters that it would be enough to gather there every day from 6 in the morning until dusk, until the runoff results are overturned. Because uh, the leader of the Communist Party, Gennady Zhuganov, even though he like made a major speech in Gosduma, which is like the first time something has happened from still a major party, the so-called sanctioned opposition, because, you know... They are allowed to exist, they're not really a threat to them, but yeah, Mr. Zyuganov even was angry about this, even though he's kind of a part of the system, he's the nominal opposition, but this even angered him. But apparently he also talked the Ishchenko out of the idea of staging a permanent protest. Asked what he thinks Vladimir Putin will make of the election results, Ishchenko told the guys from Medusa that he expects that the president will be <clears throat> quote-unquote upset. Because, you know, Communist Party is one of those opposition parties who just only criticize everyone else in the government except Mr. Putin, 
But that's how kind of, you know, they stay in power, and in this case, they were the only opposition you could vote for. And again, quote, When the federal TV networks show that Ishchenko was winning with 90% of the votes in, and then this changed dramatically, and 40,000 votes for Tarasenko were added from somewhere, well, I hope Mr. Putin will make the right decision, and the presumably voting results will be corrected, and the real vote tallies will be uploaded to the automated system. And this is kind of crazy, because, yeah, more mainstream Russian media, the first channel, the NTV, no one's talking about this. They're just, oh, yeah, Yelena Russia won again, so great. But yeah, the Communist Party leader, Gennady Zhuganov, who's always been like a kind of a, a slower dude, he hasn't like been very aggressive. Yeah, he's now calling these election results for this governorship of the state a criminal outrage and has demanded that President Putin convene a committee to review potential water fraud in the race. Zhuganov also promised nationwide protests on September 22nd, which I'll be following, obviously, directly accusing Primorsky Krai's election officials of falsifying votes all through the night. But yeah, they also had filed lawsuits there. And interestingly enough, which makes it all like super suspicious, because you still have to remember that they are still the sanctioned opposition, that Russian Central Election Commissioner Ella Pamfilova, oh, and she has a story on her own, has teased that, you know, they might, might uh, not recognize the Primorsky Kreis results. Right now, at this point, uh, they had just stated that mm, that was on September the 17th when the article was written. By this point, it is known that, well, they tried their best to prevent any fraud. No, 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 the results are great. Yeah, no. She also had stated that Sunday's race was, quote, the product of a heated competitive battle that demonstrates the positive effects on her agency's efforts to increase transparency in Russian elections. They staged a fire drill in the middle of the night. Just amazing. But yeah, from the second article, which was posted later that day on September 17th, here's some things in more detail, because, you know, everyone's raging at everyone, but this is crazy, and yeah, there are protests going on, because this is so shocking, uh, if you even, like, look at the percentage points, like, at 95.10%, the difference was huge, and then just, like, all blasted down in the very, very last moment, it was crazy, because this is, this is mad, even for Russia, this is just insane, this is so blatant that even the sanctioned opposition is going for protests, and in YouTube there's a bunch of comments under videos which just basically state that, whoa, like, I didn't believe Western propaganda, and I like Putin, whatever, but now this, you know, I see a party, yeah, this is just so obvious that, I don't know, I'd rather believe that, you know, the, the Skripal poisoners were actually tourists than these results. But yeah, some more data about this, which you might find very interesting. Quote, mm. Communist Party candidate Andrei Ishchenko was winning the election with 98.77% of all precincts reporting in. Literally, 98.77% and he was still winning. He began losing when the last 0.97% of results started coming in. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. The election monitoring group Golos, or The Voice, attributes the election sudden shift to results from just four precincts, which was like 0.26% of all polling stations. At these sites, Tarasenko picked up 13,595 votes. Every single vote cast there, plus a few extras, given that only 3,000 voters can be registered in a single precinct. 
So that means that in the last moment, in these four hours, those guys made sure that some precincts had a 100% attendance rate, out of whom 100%, or in some cases more than 100%, voted for Mr. Tarasenko. All that in nice four hours. And even though the average rate of voter attendance was about 30%, and those are these like four districts with 100% attendance, 100% voting for Tarasenko, even though everywhere else is about like 30% in the neighboring districts. Just, just stupid. Also, Ishenko, meanwhile, managed to lose five votes of these sites. Lose. Which isn't even possible. Like, realistically, you, you can't lose the votes that haven't counted for you. That's only possible if repeat ballots were logged. Yeah, because repeat ballots obviously was a thing there. And according to Golos, the acting governor regularly won more than 90% of the votes cast at individual polling stations in certain areas of Ussurysk. This is quite irregular, but it's even more suspicious considering the fact that these precincts were some of the last to report the results. Yeah. The communists, again, surprisingly enough, I root for the communists in this case, which is madness. They say that Tarasenko owes his breakthrough to city election officials in Ussurysk, who the party says simply changed the reported vote tallies from two dozen precincts, stuffing ballots for the acting governor and subtracting them from Ishenko. This whole stunt allegedly netted the incumbent 20,000 votes. More votes than polling stations actually had recorded. Like, this is crazy. Medusa publishes things about precinct numbers, and it looks like, in total, like previously, in the first uh, report they said there was just five votes in the result, Ishenko managed to lose 890 votes. Like, they were counted, then they were just deleted. And apparently, extra 20,000 votes were just stuffed in. While some precincts just having more than 100% of people actually living their voting. This is crazy, because uh, this is the evidence, because electoral statistician Sergei Spilkin created several graphs showing the distribution of turnout at polling stations through Primoria. And yeah, abnormal peaks everywhere. At most polling stations, elections have happened in normal, where there was like 30% turnout, and then the communist candidates could win. But in those where like abnormal turnout happened like 100%, 100% arrived to vote, 100% or more, voted for the Russia candidate. And uh, news from right now, today, 18th of September 2018. Andrei Ishenko states that he has rejected an offer from acting Primorye governor Tarasenko to serve as his lieutenant governor. Quote, I told them to buzz off, he told the newspaper Commerçant, saying that he was approached by people from Tarasenko's entourage. And Tarasenko's people obviously didn't confirm this. Again, in September 18th, Russia's Central Election Commission announced that 100% of voting precincts had reported their results, cementing Tarasenko's victory with 49.55% of the vote, which was just half a percent higher than Ishchenko's. Federal election officials did not, however, say if they considered these results to be final. Because, honestly, this might all just be a ruse for, you know, showing out that, hey, we can change the election results to just blow things off. Because, like I said, the communists are the sanctioned party. But right now... Right now, everyone's just angry, because even in Putin's elections, like, even with all the videos, they've always denied everything. They've always tried to kind of show at least some veneer of trying. But not this time, oh no, 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 no. This was the most blatant crazy thing ever, and it might as well be a sham, which is the scariest part about this situation. And if it's a sham, it's even more crazier, because what? Because why? Uh, I don't know. Russia's political crisis, together with, like, the things that I mentioned in the previous episode seems to be worsening, because if I could previously make just one, hey, but look at what's happening in Russia episode per month, well, then I guess, you know, uh, these things will just keep on coming.
Anyway, uh, historical episode next time. I'm working on my Mega Stalin series. But yeah, well, welcome to the craziest new news. Hope you enjoyed this mini extra episode. And do свидания, товарищи. Thank you for listening to the Eastern Border. If you have any comments or specific details you'd like to know, you're welcome to leave it in the comment section on our site, theeasternborder.lv, and we'll rummage even to the Western Border to find you an answer. Like this podcast? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or on our RSS feed. Happiness is mandatory. Good reviews and donations feed the farmers of our kolkhoz in the great motherland. The Eastern Border salutes you. This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.